Everybody, I'm Marquis Devereaux, returning again on this Tuesday. Uh, be great if I know the date. It is Tuesday, and it is the 9th of June. We are discussing today November election uh, and the economic factor here in the U.S. I, I want to go ahead and introduce some of my returning guests. Cherokee Black, a YouTube personality, um, she has traveled internationally and she is also a producer. She is someone who leans to the left. I'd like to say hello to my co-host, Mr. Samuel Kutcher. I always like to describe him as an international entrepreneur, but he himself is well-traveled. Sam has lived in Australia, uh, he has lived in China, and he is now living in the U.S. So he has given us all type of continental perspective, kind of like the muffins and cream cheese you're getting for breakfast. You know, some of the muffins have nuts in them, unfortunately. Uh, and then I have Mr. Kirkadere, who is a researcher. He is a professor, and he's someone, don't give him the mic, because once he has the mic, he's going to school you, okay? Uh, I'd also like to say hello to Mr. Brian Parker. <clears throat> Mr. Brian Parker, I like to cue him in, and when I cue Brian Parker in, he says, Hell no. Exactly. <laughs> He uh, has went to the University of North Carolina. He works in the field of hospitality. He is a parent, and he is someone of a darker persuasion who lets, has to let the melanin challenge set no. Keep it together, because I'm going to let you know. Um, let me just check out and see who else is finally joining us. Great. We have your Carnacion. She is our version of Erin Brockovich. She is an Afro-Caribbean activist. I also have Mr. Ruben Marquina coming to us from the lovely country of Mexico. Um, no, they're not all rapists and they're not all dealing in drugs. Ruben is a neuroscientist. He's also the author of a blog called Further Beyond. I see that uh, someone has seemed to have got up and walked away. But um, I'm hoping that Bobby, the anonymous conservative, is with us. I don't see him yet. So I'm going to go ahead and put Bobby and Justin on hold. We are going to go into the conversation. All right. <sighs> Guys, boarded up stores, unemployed workers, and angry citizens. The question I'm going to ask is Trump or Biden? Samuel Kachari, you're going to say what? What up, stores? Everything, man. Everything. Everything. You want to blame? You want to blame Trump? Because that's what you I don't. Want, I, I, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything but have a president that speaks to English and sounds like he's talking sense. That's yeah. what I want to do. But I'm asking you: Are you still going to vote for Trump? Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Okay. Why wouldn't so, I? Recent news. Recent news is what the economy is rebounding. Recent news is what? Employment, <laughs> figures of employment uh, for the month of May, we've just increased employment by 2.5 million people. 
Oh, y'all have to that? That would be a Democrat problem. I'm not really sure how to address that. No, no, no. I just, I just still remember the part where it's still like 13 fucking percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a party. party. Because we're in the Democratic state, so we don't see it. Hold on, Eureka. Sorry about that. But I'll let you say, say what you said. But, Brian, it was predicted by Democrat side. And the experts, in fact, may or may not be Democrats. I'm just a Democrat. It was his own Department of Labor, Sam, that's under his administration. As Stop I said, blaming everything negative on Democrats. As I said, may or may not be Democrats. Not may or may not. It is. Democrat, it was his administration. CNN, MSNBC, all of that. They were all like, they even put out, um, um, they even put out a, a Twitter feed and then they had to retract it because it was saying 20%. So they put it out in advance. But that's what his economic advisor went on all the uh, news media shows and said. One, 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 so one couldn't second. they have waited until the official figures came in? Probably Kirk, not. They were so Kirk excited. Adair. Kirk Adair, do you drink tea? Yes, why? I'd like to know what type of tea Sam is drinking because you and I seem to be drinking different tea. So could you explain to me the type of tea that Sam may be drinking? What are you referring to? And that what do you mean? What, um, he seems, we're having. Um, he seems to be very, very comfortable with the Trump presidency, and despite the boarded-up stores, despite the unemployed workers, despite angry citizens in the streets, they're protesting about racism, and they're protesting about a person who had a knee on someone's neck, and the same way that Colin Kaepernick had a knee on the field to protest racism and, 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 and racial injustice. Sam's not seeing it. In my opinion, he's not seeing it. Kirk, what, do you, what is your observation? You see, what? Oh, go ahead, Kirk. Tell me what you think. What am I drinking? Well, I think you're, um, I think that you have a point, um, which Marky probably doesn't want to hear. Because again, I think we're being played. Um, there is systemic racism in the country. Uh, to basically uh, go back to something that I was about to say to uh, Cherokee is yes, it has ex it, uh, certainly has existed since 1690. But um, Shay Johnson did a podcast which you shared with me, and he's right on the money about the fact that in 1970, okay they began a systemic attack on the black community. And it was um, CIA, it was MKUltra, it was to um, defund the black middle class, which were funding Martin Luther King and a number of other organizations. It has gone forward. Uh, there has been a militarization of the police in this country, which has been trained basically by the Marines and the Army, the way they recruit is they recruit people uh, not with a great deal of compassion. They look for bullies to begin with in the police department. So there is a there is a systemic situation going on here. I don't believe that um, there's necessarily a negative tea being drunk. I think that you have to be aware of the media. You have to be aware of Agenda 21. You have to be aware of what the agenda is going on. You have to be aware. And, 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 okay, and Kirk, you froze. And so is my understanding, uh, I, I, essentially what I'm hearing from Kirk, I guess, is that um, 
in, in, in response to what is happening, it doesn't matter maybe who's president. It doesn't matter whether it's Trump or it's Biden. Um, but I do want to say this, though. Um, we are, uh, and Cole, I'm not sure what is happening with, um, uh, I'm not sure what is happening with Kirk because he's in that frozen position and everyone else seems to be with me. So, okay. But, um, Ru Ruben Marquina, when you are uh, looking at the U.S. elections, and from what I understand, um, right now in Mexico, I understand that there is a very progressive president. Um, would you would you give me some perspective from your seat on whether you think a change of administration would be something that's good for the country right now, or what? Well, um, you know, it's really hard to say where we where we stand. As you know, I think we should speak more often as world politics because everything affects everyone you know all the you know obviously mexico is for many 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 decades has been under uh you know with a good relationship with uh the U the u.s um our president today I, I, i'm gonna stop you for a second yeah say what you just said again you said yeah. obviously the u.s and then you use the word under yeah, because, you know, we had, um, okay, for, for many Latino countries, and maybe Eureka uh, can, can uh, say something about her uh, Costa Rica, you know, uh, country. She's from Santa Sorry, Do Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we Latinos, uh, which are, we are part of the Americas, you know, we're also conquered and we are... Um, <laughs> Aboriginal or Native American people also got uh, under slavery. You know, it was a different path that we followed. But Trump uh, we, doesn't think so. Well, um, the thing is that we had a big virus down here, which is corruption and money. Wow. You know, a lot of colonial mentality back then, at least in Latin America, was that uh, people were aspiring to be like Europeans. So the more you were accepted into a culture, and I think it still prevails today anywhere. You know, there is a, an old Spanish saying that says, those who don't have, but get to have, meaning money, you know, they wanna become crazy. And basically that saying uh, ha says a lot about how sometimes our perception on, on, on how we uh, um, communicate with those around us, you know, our perception change as we grow into maybe more power. And unfortunately, in, 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 in you know, since capitalism and neoliberalism, uh, you know, there are two variants that is like speaking socialism and communism, you know, there are variants that have similar- Oh, don't, uh, please don't say socialism because that's a bad word in the US. It is and a bad I, word, I it is a bad word, life. but if you Ruben, think about like it- a million dollar question. Ruben, uh, 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 yeah. do the Mexicans want Trump to be reelected or not? It's not about us, you know, right no, no, now. No, 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 but answer the question though. What do you think? Do you want, would you like to see Trump back in office again? You know, honestly, 
because we, I can, yeah, I can say that our president has been accused of being a Donald Trump. Oh, he, but Ooh. but on opposing ends of the stick. So meaning, he's pro business. Meaning, meaning, you know, no, 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 no. I mean, he's being very socialist, but uh, but the opposition of our president. I mean, really follow Mexican politics because it's 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 almost exactly as you guys, but the other way around. So you mean Venezuelan guy? No, I mean he's been he was he was not to that extreme, honestly. Come on. Uh, but but well, but thank also you, I would have never gotten on. <laughs> but uh, what I can say from so the, the relationship that we built. The relationship that we built uh, between Donald Trump with our president has been stable. Even Donald Trump has praised the way uh, uh, very mysterious uh, immigrant caravans who have never happened before. You know, we always, we Mexicans always wonder, hmm, we wonder who sponsored those caravans? You know, where did these people come but the from? Right will say is Soros. But they, they came through Mexico uh, towards the border. And we Mexicans here in Mexico City, we, we, we took them, we took, my family, we took them food and, and, and clothing. And, and what is surprised me the most when we did that is that many of these uh, so-called immigrants had money and they actually asked our family to, um, uh, to, to use our official ID because they were wiring, wiring them money from the US, you know, so they needed a valid Mexican ID so they could take it from the bank. I mean, that was nuts. When I, when I was there, I was like, oh my God, I thought you were an immigrant and had no money. <laughs> Okay. But all of a sudden, okay. So, again, um, about Mexico right now, uh, I just want to say Donald Trump doesn't play a threat to us at the moment. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, so what you're saying to me is yeah. he doesn't pose a threat. What you're saying to me is the comments about him in the past, calling them rapists and calling them uh, 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 drug dealers, um, wasn't offensive because you all are dealing with your own internal issues. Is that what you're saying? You know, one of the, the way, the, the way, our president has, a pol uh, his politics are very, very, very um, strong on okay. internal issues are Mexican issues. We respect someone else's identity and right to protest for whatever reason. And he's been very, very strongly about this. He was highly criticized because he didn't get involved against Venezuela when all the world were going against Venezuela. Mexican president said, you know, that's not of our business. Yes, we understand the pain of our Latino brothers down there, but it's not us for, for us to get involved. Because okay, we, okay. So, so you're, 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 you're taking, you're taking hands You've got to shorten your answers, okay. right? We have a limited yeah. time period. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. But, 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 it's, but it's good to hear from you. And it's good that you have something to say because my co-host is not going to acknowledge what Sam, excuse me, my co-host Samuel is not going to acknowledge what Trump said. And one of the things I've always said on the, in this program is don't piss off your neighbors because if your house should happen to burn and you need water and you go to ask your neighbor, can I get a bucket of water? They're probably going to say no. But when you live in the biggest house on the block, sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. You know, you've got the biggest lawn, you've got the biggest trees, so you don't need someone else's apples. 
Um, and, and, and I will agree with Sam because when all of this was going on, I was not voting. I did not vote for Trump or for Hillary. But when all of this gossip was going on about Trump hating Mexico and saying all these things about Mexico, I sat a whole day listening to all of his speeches to see where that came from and how he said it, and I did not find it. So I don't know where you're getting, you're just repeating things that you're hearing on the, on the news, but you haven't done your research. Have you sat down, Marquis, and listened to every speech of Donald Trump? That's you're asking me? You. You're asking me? Yes, yeah? Yeah, dude, okay, so, so you all are asking me a question about research. In order to do research, one has to have facts. When one listens oh. to rhetoric, it requires oh, a great deal of patience. I Donald know. Trump contradicts himself quite frequently. I lose, okay, I lose interest when a person says one thing on Monday and something else on Friday, and they repeat the same statement four or five different ways, I personally lose interest. And as an independent, I find it a distraction. When it, what I look for people to do is I look for people to be very, very direct about what's happening. I don't care whether I get the good, the bad, or the ugly, but when I see our commander in chief disrespecting journalists who are being paid to investigate and ask questions, I have a problem with that. Sam Schwartz, do, do, do you agree with me or, or am I insane as the host of the show? Yes, you know what, when uh, Trump yes, says something and reverse, and he reversed, are you talking to me? Oh, I'm sorry, yes, I don't know. Yes, I am, sir. The question is directed at you. People okay. will interject, yeah. continue speaking. Okay, real quick. <laughs> when, when this guy is, uh, changes his, uh, from daily, or if not minute by minute, he changes his story, truth becomes irrelevant. Uh, what, do you, what happens to truth in something like that? This is strategy that he uses, whether it's in conscious, he's unconsciously using it or you do it. Manipulation. On purpose. Excuse me, if you're doing it on purpose, that it's very effective because if he says one thing today and then something else tomorrow, he can always change the narrative. And then when it comes time, people won't know what the truth is and only mm -hmm. according to him because there is no truth. If it okay. comes, okay, wait. So, Unless you don't, uh, that, that's it. No, 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 no. I wanted to say something uh, else. I'll go. Uh, please, please, please add quickly. Go ahead. Well, I, I can't add that, but I, I do want to uh, address the topic. But that, the, the topic, because I, I, I just, I missed, I wasn't able to get into the. Con that's into okay. The, that's okay. Uh, so today, so what I was going to say is. The topic, Sam, is November election, economic factor. Yeah. What did no, you no, no, I want to respond to that. Yeah, quickly. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. The capitalist system is in organic uh, decay. It's, uh, the economy is in organic decay. What does that mean? Okay. So we, we now have a $24 trillion debt. This U.S. debt that's uh, families, banks, federal government is now owned $24 trillion. The debt ratio to the GDP is almost 107%. Um, that means that we're in debt. Uh, we, we went, it's greater we're than what's printing it, money. Sold, mm -hmm. Okay. So the, this is, I'm showing what I'm trying to respond to the, what, the topic. Yes. Uh, let me see. There was something. Else. Yeah. There's 36 million people who go, uh, who don't have or what you call uh, food insecure. And they go home to bed hungry every night. And 13 million kids uh, don't get nutrition. Um, and they, they, they go to bed hungry as well. That's 13 million. Uh, so uh, there's another thing, uh, you know, since 1988, 
for the last 30 years till 2018, the, the, the 0.1%, the richest people of the richest people, have gone, have increased their uh, wealth by $21 trillion. In that same time period, the bottom 50% have lost their, uh, have decreased their, their, uh, their wealth, their net worth, by $900 billion. You, you, and I think Kirk Adair would agree with you entirely. Now, I want to state for our audience that you identify as a socialist. Is that correct? Yes. Can I, I can, can I, can I show my uh, please do, organization? Please, yes. Okay, I'm trying to. So this is the organization. If you want to find more about our ideas, did, did that come up? Move it to your right. Okay. Move it so just before you, before you, okay, it says the, the tactics of socialists, and we didn't get the rest. Do you know uh, socialist, socialist Revolution, and that you can get it, Socialist Revolution. Dot org. It's on the bottom. Can you see it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that's what, or Marxist.com. Marxist.com is easy if you don't get that. Okay. But what I'm going to say, what I'm saying, so, so, so uh, in the new, you, you know, so. I give you 30 I'm trying seconds. to make this. The point yeah. that I'm trying to make is that it doesn't matter uh, whether you vote for Democrats or Republicans. They're both part of the capitalist system. And that's, 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 uh, that, you're, and they can't solve the crisis. This is a, this is a crisis of capitalism. The, the inherent contradictions of the system won't it allow it to be solved under, the, under, the, under capitalism. What has to be done is change the system. It has to be changed over to a workers' system. To right. a, workers, so, a, workers, a workers' government run by the workers so that they can produce things that they need instead of, not for profit, but for, by necessity, they get the things they do that they need. Okay. And they get it because they run and own collectively the means of production Samuel, you have it doesn't matter whether you vote for look look what you said what you things have not gotten better right they've gotten i understand better. i understand and, and, and hold on hold on to that thought hold on to that thought because i want to hear more from you samuel had a question though mm. okay. no uh, i want to say that um so you might be right where where the government democrat or or republican is going to um Continue, the economy will continue. Yeah, they're going to buy what they need. They're going to sell. They're going to manufacture whatever. But previously, this was, this was a task that seemed to never have any kind of a solution. In the time that, say, the current president has been in office, yeah, up until the pandemic. Um, Brian, wouldn't you say that there was some kind of an improvement in the economy? Oh. Who you asked. I'm asking you. Uh, Brian, I need you to come to the microphone. I can't hear you. Up until the pandemic. Well, well Sam, I'm, I'm answering your question because I think you misunderstood what I said by that. It doesn't mean I'm asking you whether you're asking me. I know you're asking me. Okay. But I'm saying it depends on who you ask in their point of view. If you're asking sure. the 1%, they think things are great. If you're asking people that have... Hold on, I'm asking, asking you. Brian. you asking I just want to ask you. No, no, I'm telling you, it depends. If you're asking me personally, no. My, life, my quality of life has not improved. So I said the economy. Did the economy improve at all? I don't know because, Sam, yeah. I can't pay the economy. I can't pay the bills with, my economy, with the economy. No, 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 wait a minute, Sam, Samuel. With the economy. Samuel, I'm going to interject here. Every single 
person that is here today of African descent. Brian Parker, Cherokee Black, the host of the show, Marquis Devereaux, and I believe Nyaka Encarnacion How about is myself? saying they are not in a better position than they were two or three or 10 years ago. For real. So I want, so, so my, my thing is, who and why, who the hell is saying in, 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 on the right side of the equation that African-Americans are better off than they were? Excuse me, who the fuck are these people that are coming up with these statistics? Well, it's not just African-American. Nobody is better. No, 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 stop. I want to know who is saying that African-Americans are in a better position. Who are they? Where is the information coming from? Look at the unemployment statistics among no. the groups. Look at, look at African-Americans that are out in the street protesting, saying there is racial and economic injustice. They're the Thank whole you. globe. No, the whole globe is Marquee, telling you there's a problem, and you're going to give me a we don't statistic. Even know what, it's, what is happening? Okay, we don't even know what they're saying. We don't even know what the message is when there is so much rioting, um, stealing, destroying, killing. What is the message? Tell me. Excuse me. Excuse me. And and what's and what's some old? There's a there there is a video circulating of an older black woman saying, "You're saying that Black Lives Matter. Look at what you did to my business." Okay, you want to take a handful of incidents, incidents, and we want to focus on that. The yeah, bottom the line is, those people are in the streets because they're angry, and they have a right to be angry. What I'm not understanding is 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 is, is Bobby, you're telling me to look at the unemployment statistics. I don't need to look at the unemployment statistics. All I need to do is look at my mailbox and my bank account. And the lack of That's tax. all I have to do. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you that's all I have to do. You want to blame the government. Marquis. So Marquis would like okay. to blame the government. Marquis, you're am, one person. Look at the whole United States. The unemployment statistics are the United States statistics. Wait a minute. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I don't need to look at anything. All I need to do Okay, one second, please. All I need to do is turn on my TV and see all of the people saying the same thing that I'm saying. They're so turn Fox News on for a change. You'll hear a different point of view. What, you, you said have who on? I said turn on Fox News then and you'll get a different point of view. You want me to turn on F-A-U-X News? Okay. And I listen to F-O-X News, I believe. Yes, I do turn on F-A-U-X News. And I actually listen. I actually want to hear what they're saying. But the problem is, is that these are Caucasians that are saying this. That's the problem. Okay? Wrong. Wrong. Again, again. Ingram. Wait a minute. Charles Again, King is an economic advisor, financial specialist, has his own place on Fox News. Black men, black men. Samuel, Very Samuel, smart. Samuel, you are my co-host and my best friend and my business partner. You were doing better 10 years ago than you're doing now because of different factors. You I were. The, I can't blame Trump or I can't blame anybody else. I blame myself. So we Amen, as black man. people. Should, Personal responsibility. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. this this, this show exists show today. Today's okay, wait a minute. Show. I'm trying. Okay. I, I want to see what Brian Park has to say. Okay, he, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Okay, inside. Cherokee is an uh -oh. entrepreneur. 
Cherokee yeah. is an entrepreneur. Uh, uh, Samuel Kutcher is an entrepreneur. Yurka uh, Encarnacion is an entrepreneur. Brian Parker mm -hmm. is duly employed. I am an entrepreneur. Uh, Ruben Marquina is an entrepreneur. These are all people of color. We are all taking personal responsibility, okay? But if my business is undercapitalized and the financial institution tells me we require something different from, from you than everybody else, then now tell me about personal responsibility. You're giving a hypothetical if. I'm not giving you hypothetical, I'm giving you reality. <laughs> I'm trying to do a photo shoot for um, a couple of designs that I have and I can't because we're on lockdown. The photographer is not going to start working until all of this is over. So it's like we cannot really define the economy in these states that are closed. Okay, but, 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 but. The problem is, is that there is a systematic problem. And when you have the audacity, and I'm sorry, you know, and Bobby, I have a great deal of respect for you. But when, and so I'm not gearing this at you, but when people have the audacity to say, how can you be Caucasian and possibly say what's happening with black people because of an organization and statistics. Sam, Samuel Kachera has not lived in the United States until six to seven months ago. I have been here. I am building a business. I have a business. I know what it's like to go to the bank and say, you know what? My credit is challenged and here's why it's challenged. I know what it's like to be employed and have someone tell you, you know what? You're the last hired, you're the first fire. I know what it's like to be the person who's been there the longest and have them say, you're the oldest, so we got to let you go. And I know what it's like to have a person say, you know what, we just don't like you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, those statistics. I, I, resonate, I resonate with what you're saying, and that's Thank impli you, implied racism. You know, when you go and, and maybe based on your background, the money just doesn't, it's not known the same way. However, you know, about what Sam uh, Sparks were saying earlier, the system again, you know, the, the, there is, is a lot. not that way, yes. You know, something that I teach my students sometimes, uh, I say, you're never going to be a multimillionaire. And oh, I hey. say that not to break on their dreams and not to be just like, you know, I'm just trying to say because there are many factors on why that would not be possible. I'm not, I don't want to be negative. I'm just, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to tell you, you know, go to university and because you're going to get a degree, you're going to get a good job because as we are in right now and more, we're getting more into technology and, and AI is taking over millions of jobs. You know, people are becoming more unemployable, not because they're unable to do something. You certainly cannot become a millionaire working for other people. Right, right. But, but you oh, know, the, the Google employees. but this is again, perception about concepts and how, you know, children or the youth are taught about how to live a certain way. You know, if, if, if blacks or Latinos are taught, you know, you, you know, you have to work twice as hard because, you know, you're, you're always going to be pushed against, you know, people go up. I, I remember studying in Texas back in my undergrad and all the black community was always 
you know, having this resentment about how they felt about their education. But do you and understand why? Their community. I mean, I, com I completely understand. But, you know, where, where are they now? You know, as I, you know, I remember going to... Two years ago to, 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 Therapy, uh, I can't hear Ruben. One second. to a university re reunion, you know, it was sad to find, you know, some people suicide, got into drugs, you know, because, because their, their path, their path, you know, just led them to unfortunate endings. And that's, you know, what, you know, how, if people, if people choose to change how to, Phase, you know, to find solutions. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Thank okay, I'm, go I'm going to interrupt here and I'm going to ask a very important question and I'm going to leave this panel in silence. Uh, and I want to try to be as nice about this as I possibly can, but it may seem like I'm calling you out. Bobby, you're, 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 you're a sole proprietor, am I correct? Yes. Okay. Do you have employees? No. You do not. Okay. Uh, this isn't going to quite fit you, I guess. But um, the question would be for you, Bobby, what was the last business? And I'm going to I'm going to use race because I have to in this case. What was the oh. last what was the last business that you black business that you can remember patronizing? Um, a restaurant. Okay, how long ago was that? Um, prior, prior to the, um, the virus. Okay, how often do you go there? Mm. This is my point, it requires thought. It requires uh, I'm just trying thought. to think, you know, I understand, I, I understand your question, okay? You know, regardless of race, why is it a race thing that I I go where the food is good? That's where I go. It's okay. like when I when I lived in Washington D.C. You know Ben's Chili Bowl. You ever hear of Ben's Chili Bowl in Washington D.C.? No, 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 yeah, no. but I need to bring it back. You understand the question, but maybe you don't. And and it, here's why. You see, when you undercapitalize certain groups, you put them at a disadvantage. When you undercapitalize businesses, you put them at a disadvantage. In the United States, we refer to that as redlining. That is when certain neighborhoods and people that lived in certain neighborhoods didn't act, get access to the same funds. Okay, Ruben is talking about colonialism, okay? And this is why Sam Schwartz, his, his radical point of view needs some, needs we we maybe need to we maybe need to listen to him as much as we think he's rambling we may need to listen to him because when you have 400 years of dis giving the same population and putting them at a disadvantage okay it's like running the boston marathon and then putting me at mile 25 and then saying to someone else okay you can start the race now who the hell is going to end up at the finish line first And the person and the person who's disadvantaged may not even have a pair of sneakers. Okay. Do you, so this is the point. So when I ask certain CEOs, would you, how many, how many, how many people of color do you have in positions of authority that are decision makers? 
How many people, how many Caucasian business owners do we have in the United States that are actually in partnership with people of color? How many? We just had this discussion last week. We just had it. Well, let me, let me address that question directly. I, I don't have employees, but I do work with people of all ethnic groups. I have many, many black Americans involved in my, I'm basically a broker. For okay. lack of a better word, I'm an insurance broker. And okay. if, I, if I know a, um, uh, uh, an insurance agency that's, that's black owned, I, I won't hesitate to go in and have a conversation with them to see if I can do some business with them. Right. And, I, and I've done it hundreds of times. Okay. I have a neighbor who is Jamaican. My, na- my next door neighbor, he's Jamaican. He's a plumber. Right. I, I, know, I know probably from my business networking endeavors, I know 20 plumbers. I gave him my job. Uh, Good. In fact, I was over there yesterday and today loaning him some tools. He's having a front porch put in. So so you're making my point. The point that I was making earlier is that no one has a problem accessing black funds. But there is a problem when those of African descent and oftentimes Latino, Spanish-speaking, brown people try to do the reverse, then there are restrictions. That is why those people are in the streets. Tell those people about those unemployment statistics that you just talked about. Tell them. Tell them. Actually, those people people out in the streets are not unemployed. They're getting paid to do what they do by sorrow. Okay. so they're getting is, paid to lose. They're wait, getting paid okay. to. Uh-huh. Perfect. So, so they must be getting they're paid employed. in Austria. One second. They must be getting paid in Austria because they're protesting there. They must be getting paid in London because they're protesting there. They they must be get, wait, wait, she was talking, they you must, were talking about the okay. instigators, right? Yeah. And the problems causing. Yeah. Yeah. She's not talking yeah. about the true protest. Okay. And I'm not talking about, about the, that. Okay. Today's topic is November election and the economic factor. We're talking about economics. And someone is saying that black people are better off than they were when? I was better off when Clinton was president. I was better off when civil rights. I was better off when Obama was president. When Bush became the conditions with the world conditions were different. We can't compare. And that's the thing about how instigated on fear, you know, makes people go back to a a safe zone because then because then, you know, well, you know, these techniques about fear instigation, they're as old as, you know, world itself, you know, and, and, and if you take a look at politics in the U.S., you know, it's always a good, a good guy and everybody loves them. You know, you referred Clinton last time was Obama, you know, and then there is a bad guy. There is the bad guy who comes and has to fix and do the shitty work and the hard work because the U.S. has to take, stay on top of the world. And if the good guy stays or Democrats or the good guy stays on top, you know, we're not going to be able to do that stuff because China is over there and someone is going to, or Europe is going to take over. Why do you think that the U.S. must stay on top? I mean, I agree excuse with you, me, excuse me, and I agree. Excuse me, do you, I, do you I not agree. know about the American dream? I mean, the American dream is an idea, a concept, that anything is possible in America. The greatness of America, except for the people who originally the, came to well, property. 
you know, exactly, for, exactly. There are, the there's been many people that have been forgotten. There's two Ruben's people talking. Them, I can't hear him. Except for hear. the people that Ruben's teaching because Ruben's telling them that they won't be millionaires. <laughs> Listen, the context of me teaching them that, you know, Marquis just said about how this race and somebody you not know, getting shoes to, to, to have to run. You know, do you know how, for how many generations whites have inherited money throughout their families? You know, oh, yes. it's, it's, it's probably not possible for a black or a Latino or a Chinese or an Asian, you know, unless they come from inherited backgrounds that they can get to the fulfillings of the whites anywhere, whether in okay, Mexico but a lot of or that, anywhere. A lot of that money, a lot of that wealth is... is it's is, built on oh, dirty money. Yes, I understand it's that. It's, it's colonial wealth. Exactly. Mexico. But we okay. cannot... But, but what we have to focus on today, so if we go back and, and study all those cases, it just doesn't get us anywhere. The being realistic and just being crude about it's not that I'm stepping on their dreams. You know, I challenge them to be authentic, to innovate, to find new ways of creation so they yeah. can, because the way that you can actually make a living out of today's world is by bringing on something that is innovative. Look at all these newcomers okay. that- Ruben, you know, they're Ruben, making, hold on, Ruben, yeah. hold on. And, and, and I'm with you, and can I'm I, with you. I'm, 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 not with, I'm not with him at all. Okay, but, no, no. I'm I, with I, got him I have to I respond to that. Okay, a can lot I, of. Can I, I respond I, I or no? I understand a lot of what he's saying. I'm, I want to jump to Kirk because Kirk has been quiet. Kirk is also a professor. Kirk is also someone who's, you know what? He's he's had his own challenges dealing with ageism, um, and he's a person that knows his stuff. But he's a per he's someone that whenever we've done a production involved with Vanity Media, he's the guy that shows up. Kirk Adair, what do you agree with in Ruben Marquina's statement? Well, I would agree with, with what he's saying is, uh, I would not discourage his students uh, because in Mexico, there've been a whole series of new innovations that are phenomenal. You have to look at a, a, a different, you have to look at a couple of series of things. There's the status quo and the agenda of the 1% and what they want pushed. Right. and what they want to accept as far as, I mean, we have, right now, we have uh, free energy. They don't, want to, they don't want to leave oil. They don't want to uh, embrace a lot of change because the, the big money is very conservative. Now, with that said, I think that Trump did a phenomenal thing by taking over the Fed because he screwed the international bankers. He screwed the Rothschilds and the Rothschilds good because he's, uh, he's taken over the Fed, which is not an, it's a private bank that has been screwing the public for, since 1913. And they murdered people. It, now we found out that the Titanic was actually detonated and did the iceberg was only part of it because they wanted to get rid of the three people that were blocking yeah. the fit. Now that was a big, that I was a Okay, one second, one second. I need you to explain that one more time. Who are those three people that were blocking the Fed, you said? Yeah, Astor, Guggenheim, and um, the um, head of Macy's. And they were all in the same, Morgan, Guggenheim, and Macy were all, uh, Morgan, Guggenheim, and, um, uh, Astor were all on the Titanic as guests of Morgan. And now it has been discovered that it was detonated specifically to sink them. 
Now, okay. are you referring to J.P. Morgan? J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Now, beyond okay. that, beyond yeah, that, I have I have less than three right minutes. Now, I, get it. I can give you thirty more seconds. Go ahead. All right. What we're discussing right now is it's a financial hostile takeover of this country by investors like Bill Gates and people who have invested in Bitcoin and and other financial. Uh, uh, Electro money, whatever you want to call Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. It's cryptocurrency. It's an attack, a complete attack on the system that I believe, and I'm fairly left, but I believe I believe that Trump did a wonderful job because at this point he's blocking it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the last word. I'm gonna give the last word to Sam Schwartz. Sam, when I say 30 seconds, I mean it, I will cut you off. Yeah, Go ahead. That's, that, that's why Trump gave this big bonus, a tax break to the richest people in the United States, okay? So uh, this is a class issue. We think in terms of class. Now, I wanna uh, agree with Ruben. Um, he's saying that yes, we are conditioned by society and the, and the main philosophy of the society is capitalist philosophy. It's the dominant system. And when, uh, when, when uh, Samuel, Samuel said that he is a victim of the society, that is exactly what they teach you. It's your fault that you're not doing well. That's individualism. That's part of capitalism. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Absolutely. I would agree. No, I would agree with that. I'm, I'm behind so, so, But it doesn't make it correct. No, it doesn't uh, make it correct. correct. That's but what happened. And you, you believe that because we're conditioned to believe that. That's what okay, Ruben was saying. I'm, no, getting a cue, well, I'm getting the cue to wrap up. And I, I know, guys, we got some good topics this week. You all are on fire. Like, time is flying like this. <laughs> I, I want to um, thank our audience for tuning in to Verbal Assault live stream. Whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or whether you're watching us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. I don't know why the words... I, I'm just so excited. I'm tripping over my words today. You know, um, this has been a really, really, really fiery conversation today when we talk about economics. <sighs> but tomorrow, guys, we're going to talk about affirmative action. <laughs> what is Black America old now? I like to save the hot ones for Wednesday or Thursday. So that one doesn't burn the house down, and I'm, I don't know what will. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux. I want to thank my panelists, Cherokee Black, Brian Parker, Kirk Adair, Ruby Marquina, Nyerk Encarnacion, as well as uh, Mr. Samuel Kutcher, and Bobby, the anonymous conservative. Uh, we are going to be back tomorrow, June the 10th. <laughs> and we look forward to having you. Stay safe, stay cool, and stay informed. Every day fly, fast taking pictures, count more money, more money, that's the mission.